0: Hi guys, I'm Priscilla and I'm Jess. We're two long-time friends aka besties and the hosts of Popcorn for Dinner's new film podcast is This Cinema. Every week Jess and I, along with some friends from Popcorn for Dinner and beyond Popcorn for Dinner, are going to be discussing all the latest film releases.
1: Yeah and we'll also be doing some blind debates where we'll be foolishly given topics to debate live on air without any prep time. Okay. Intense movie and filmmaker drafts.
0: Top five of our best actors and honestly whatever fun ideas were are pretty much dumb enough to try so please subscribe on all podcast platforms and come and join us at the movies as we try to investigate just what is cinema bye guys bye
1: he's here he's there he's every fucking where. Roy Kent Roy Kent
0: you know what's mad Banky is 100% putting that chance in because you have not stopped the recording Oh, I did
1: actually
0: have it. <laughs> Hi, guys, and welcome to your favorite podcast Popcorn for Dinner and your favorite segment where i'm going to be talking about ted lasso and as usual i have my recurring guest with me Emmanuel ima how are you doing
1: i'm doing good i'm doing good we've got a good episode to talk about yes we episode do to talk about and for once we're recording and i'm not knackered so let's hope <laughs> you're not knackered so your week has been going good then no not exactly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's, not, let's not get too carried away bros what do you think this is Sorry, that's <laughs> i guess
0: we're recording at an earlier time than usual so that energy hit hasn't come
1: yet i'll be that energy down yeah that hit. drain hasn't come yet and to yeah. be honest i'm 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 also rewatching power and and 50 cent gives me too much life in that show man since <laughs> peak <laughs> 50 man I swear, never scripts that guy. <laughs> 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 Can't please himself, man.
0: But yeah, no, this was a this was a very. I think this is the best episode of this season. Like, I think it, it is the best episode of this season for many reasons. Number one, I think this was the funniest episode. I definitely yeah, laughed. I think the most this episode. Therefore, um, number number two, the writing, the way they talked about like you know the trauma that comes from parents and um just like how that relationship that is like with with your your parents have with their parents can also it just passes on like trauma just passes Mm -hmm. on between generations yeah just that and i just really enjoyed the episode to be honest also the cameos like Brilliance, cameo, like what? What else? You can't, you can't complain for more. The football as well. I think this was the episode where I actually felt like I was watching a real match.
1: Yeah, they actually took time with the like football in yeah, this like, one. Like it was a. Proper, it felt very thing.
0: dramatic. Yeah. It's like what it like, used to be. Exactly. It felt. I, I. In many ways, like I feel like I just felt so, so connected with the episode because mm-hmm. number one, like when I remember the very first episode that we recorded. Um, my, it was myself and Ibuka, and I told him I see a fairy tale cooking for Tedasu. Hmm. I, hmm. you can listeners that have been with us from day one. Hmm. I'm I'm about to did drop know? that I told you so. What what was he cooking? Didn't know. No, what was he cooking? I said in Leicester they they were cooking in Leicester, and did he know? Yeah, they are on the cusp of the title race of is on immortality.
1: It could be heartbreak, um, still, Sha.
0: Sure. Could be heartbreak. Could be heartbreak. But we're seeing Richmond do something that they've never done in their history. They're going on a mad winning streak. Mm. Where do we even start, man? Um, this episode covered a lot of a lot of Jamie. Yeah. What did you think of the episode? Actually, generally, before we get into,
1: I thought I thought it was a really good episode. I thought, like I said, I really enjoyed the football part of it, and I really enjoyed the message um because like you said it deals a lot with parenting and whether like consciously uh, consciously it does but like most times when people talk about parenting you hear about dads and fathers absent fathers and stuff this was actually focused on mothers which is really good um so that gave us like you know we met ted's mom we met jamie's mom so that was a new kind of perspective so i really enjoyed that um And obviously, yeah, just in general, I like when, like, shows and things get me to think about, like, um, parenting and things like that, because, you know, that's something I kind of, like, look forward to in my life someday. Um, So it's always interesting to see what writers and, you know, creatives and other people in general, like, how they see it kind of thing. Like, you can never have too many perspectives. So it was interesting because, like, yeah, the episode got me to think and, you know, and I love, like, when it does that and it got me to feel... And it got me to, you know, be excited at the football. It got me invested and stuff. So, yeah, I think that's all you can kind of ask for from a Ted Lasso episode. And it ticked all the boxes. So, yeah, I think even though it didn't hit me straight away, like, oh, this is the best of the season. I don't know. For some reason, I was thinking of the Amsterdam one. But I think this is actually the best. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, this is I, actually I, the best. So I think you're right. Yeah. I
0: think this one is the best because it just felt everything felt connected. It, it, yeah. Like, Amsterdam, it was in Amsterdam, but there were, like, a lot of storylines going on at the same time. But this was, I feel like this was, like, a, a throwback as to, like, Ted Lasso at its best. Yeah. And it's it's so fitting that it's coming right at the end. So mm-hmm. it's, like, we're ending on a high. But I like what you said. Like, it made you think, feel, and even enjoy the football. Like, mm-hmm. there were quotes in there about, like, the relationship that the pe- the characters had with their parents. And there were quotes in there about, you know, that relationship that made me think like when May said, I can't remember the quotes, but it was like basically like your parents, they kind of fuck up and then they even pass, even extra fuck they up pass to you. pass a bit of like it, Like it's yeah. kind of not their fault. Yeah. And, and again, I, I just felt like the episode was just for me because even yesterday I had like a lot of like questions I was questioning. So it just like, it felt like it came at the right time um, on a personal note um and yeah i i just i've always just um i've always been one that likes to think about like how parents the effects that parents have on their kids because it's it's you and i have even talked about this like off the like yeah off, off the mic before like how you know parents have a huge responsibility on their parent on their kids to make sure they not only raise them right, but they also don't pass on their flaws and, you know, their their fears onto
1: their kids. Yeah, I think it's always important to look at that because I actually had this conversation with my dad recently as well of, like, you know, um, knowing, like, not to pass, you know, he talks about passing flaws, but also sometimes they pass, like, their dreams and their expectations and stuff onto you as well. So it's also, like... So we had that conversation of like, you know, um, where do we draw the line between things that you think would be good for me as opposed to things that I want to do myself, as opposed to things that, you know, plans you have for me and stuff like that. So seeing that here, like seeing the conversation here of like, you know, parenting and stuff, you know, it got me thinking back and it was like, you know, like I said, it was top provoking, um, which is, again, the best you can ask for. Like if it was just ridiculous, we'll just write it off and be like, "Mm -hmm." Like um, a certain Fast and Furious that I recently watched, but <laughs> that's for that's for the other podcast.
0: <laughs> Is this cinema? Shameless plug. Go check it out. <laughs> Synergy. We saw we saw Ted's mom come to see Ted, and that whole the like the whole visit just cracked me up. Mm-hmm. Like right from the start of when. You can tell Ted is embarrassed, but I'm like, why is he embarrassed? This is just a version of himself. Like-
1: but I think, but I think that's that's why he's embarrassed there, because it's like I don't know, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like, it's almost like you feel like you're not original anymore. It's like, <laughs> it's like crap. Everything that people have loved me for is all from. I'm a gimmick. Yeah, like I'm literally the fake version. Do you get it? So it's like. I think that's how it felt. And he was, and it's also different, like, seeing it outside yourself. It's like, Jesus Christ, so I used to be ridiculous like this. Like, that's how you'd probably be looking <laughs> at it as well. Um, so, yeah, oh, no, it's definitely weird to, like, <laughs> when you have, like, similar, like, things like that with your family members, it's always weird. Um, but it was good comedy. But I don't, I feel like I didn't enjoy it, like, laugh at it as much as I wanted to. Like, I was finding everything funny and I was laughing, but there's a part of me that's mm-hmm. like, This one, she's showing up out of the blue. There has to be, like, some bad news. That was literally at the back of my mind. I'm like, what's she going to say? Is it Alzheimer's? Is it something like that? You know, especially because she started getting all the stories wrong. I was like, is this Alzheimer's, dementia, something? Oh, okay. So I was like, I was was partly worried. I was like, okay, this is all funny. But it's like, is it going to, like, bring us crashing down to earth? Especially because I thought it was going to be something where, like, Ted would be, like, really angry.
0: Yeah.
1: And... She would now be like, oh, actually, I'm ill. And it would just feel terrible because it's like, oh, you know, but thankfully it didn't go that way because, um, you know, things don't have to be sad before your mom can pop up and surprise you. Um, and I think that's something, you know, the episode showed us in general that like pretty much, and I think not even just this episode, because we had it with Nate last episode as well. Like no matter how old you are, you need your parents sometimes. I think we saw that here. We saw it with Nate last episode. Here we saw it with um, Ted, and obviously with Jamie as well. It just occurred to me now that that's a very like interesting message because you know there's some people that get to the point where they're like you know they just don't want to rely on their parents anymore, and even their parents are like, "Look, you've moved out. It's fine. Like you're your own man now. Like I'm not gonna be here forever. I'll try and figure out things yourself," kind of mm-hmm. thing. So, so yeah. So for the show to show you that no, actually it's all right to know. Okay. I just need my mom. I just need my dad. Something like that, and for them too to be like, "Oh, maybe my kid needs me." Like Ted's mom coming was pretty much because she just felt that, "Oh, he might need her." Um, Yeah. So I thought, I thought, I thought like that was an important message as well to take away.
0: Yeah, um, I think not to leave the the relationship with Ted's mom, but I think a scene that really captures what you're talking about is like when Jamie went back to Manchester, and then Mm. Roy is. Like Roy is so surprised as to how like close they are, like when Jamie really yeah, like because, opened up because and, he
1: reverts back into a kid, is not it? Yeah, exactly, exactly.
0: But then to go back to Ted and his mom, like it was, it were, I think for me, like what you said about not really enjoying it because you were wondering if there's like doom around the corner. I, I don't know. I, I guess maybe I was just open minded about it, mm. um, but it was i i what i thought personally was that he the way he received her i knew there was something going on Mm -hmm. so like in the sense that like there was definitely something that needed to be said between them yeah i think that was what i thought about like they needed to shall have a talk um but yeah I, i i enjoyed it from the very first moment when she met rebecca and again this is why i say like the episode was written for me because she asked Rebecca, like, where are you from? And Rebecca is like, I'm from Surrey. And me having gone to University of Surrey, <laughs> I know how many times I've dealt with that, especially when I mm. went back to Nigeria and I was doing my NYC. Yeah. And people would ask me, oh, what university did you go to? Oh, University of Surrey. And then there's some dead, horrible joke that they crack. Oh, I'm you so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dead things like that. Them ones. So... <laughs> There's even the line about why we're in a perfectly good story and then Ted takes a shot at Daily Mail. I enjoyed that <laughs> one too. <laughs> you
1: know, I was surprised. I was like, ah, they went for Daily Mail this time. I think it was not the other week that they went for the sun. Yeah. They're they're yeah, coming really for coming all your faves. For them
0: shitty tabloids. Faves? <laughs> Are there any faves listening to The Sun and Daily Mail? I'm sorry.
1: Or people, sorry. Super <laughs> <laughs> of thug. You know that was where you're already like that's the phrase in your head. <laughs> it's that kind
0: of but yeah um yeah we we head to manchester where we have the big match of the season do
1: you know like even just seeing like manchester landscape this is a very personal thing for me i got very nostalgic obviously
0: oh yeah so so it was an episode for you too as well
1: yeah because i li- obviously i lived in manchester but i've moved away for well five years in now
0: UK, by the way
1: Ah i don't know man <laughs> to be honest it's probably it's probably the one i enjoyed my time the most um but yeah i've i've i left manchester five years ago now and i haven't been back since i left so like seeing all of that and i was just oh yeah i remember this i know that place i was just like uh, you know it's just it's just nostalgic it was like ah, oh. i almost felt like jimmy to some extent of like you know mm-hmm. going back for the first time after leaving kind of thing i was like oh, you know it's so, it's cool. And I liked that, you know, I like that they actually like give us like proper like exterior shots and stuff like that. Cause there's a lot mm-hmm. of like movies and stuff where it's just like anywhere in the UK is interchangeable to them. They just film it in London. <laughs> 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 but I appreciated, um, I appreciated the effort from them.
0: Yeah. Um, and then Jamie heading back to Manchester. We see the pressures that like comes with being like a footballer and having like, the
1: game of your life, in mm-hmm. the weight of the narrative, isn't it?
0: Exactly, exactly. Uh, he's terrified about like it going back to. his... To be honest, I was wondering what was wrong with him. You mm. know, like for the for the long. I think I was just as clueless as the characters as to what was actually happening. Because it's like,
1: yeah, from that press conference, I was like, what has happened? Has Jamie just gone too far the other way? Of like, it's almost extremely yeah. selfless. I'm like, how did that yeah. happen? I'm just like, yeah. you how? Um but yeah, it was just very it was just very jarring. But I was like, okay, let's let's see how it goes. Um, but yeah, it was just so it was just like extremely thoughtful. And I was like, what is going on? And he just but he also just sounded very dejected and stuff. He sounded burnt out to be fair. Um but I love that now it's like <laughs> what was it? Roy's love language is shouted. And boot room, <laughs> and the boot room is where all the heart-to-heart talks Oy. take place. <laughs> Tart. boot room now. Oy. <laughs> I just love it. I was like, oh, I always love language. You shout and Ted's oh, mom just accepts it. She doesn't even like argue. She's like, oh, okay, no questions <laughs> asked.
0: <laughs> oh God! But what was going through your mind when you just saw Jamie break down? Like a baby, as well. Oh, with his mom?
1: Or with no, Roy? No, no, no,
0: with, with Roy. And then Roy I was, was just like, fuck, yo, fuck.
1: <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I, think I was just like, Roy, Roy was like, what did I sign up to with this best friend shit, man? Like, <laughs> outside, <laughs> not a <it>, prick. <laughs> but I think he's also, he's, like, he's cute actually, because he's genuinely worried. He's like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. He's crying. It's like, how did this yeah. escalate so much, you know? Because um, you know,
0: he was ready to give him tough love in there. He was actually yeah. giving him tough love, and then it's like, oh my, like, this not a medicine the medicine <laughs> Oh god, man! Oh, man,
1: I love Roy, You see those,
0: you see those little kids when he heads back to Manchester. They're like, "Fuck off!"
1: <laughs> but they love Roy. That's the funny thing.
0: <laughs> like, I, I think they're. I don't even think they loved him. I think they were terrified of him. And then seeing him give give him, give him, them the endorsement yeah. was more like, oh shit, this nigga that we're scared of actually gave us the endorsement.
1: No, I didn't think they were scared. I think they just liked the fact that Roy looked at them and was angry. It was just like street cred. Like street cred, <laughs> like street cred <laughs> kind of thing to them. Yeah. Of like, yo, this is the man. So I was like, ah, oh, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, like talking about Jamie, we should probably go into it. But like, yeah, it was uh, it was good. Like you know, he went to see his mom. It's the first time we've seen his mom on the show, right? Yeah, we've only heard about her before taking him to Amsterdam. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I don't think we've seen her before, so it was interesting as yeah. well to see like the whole setup with, I guess, his stepdad. I'm guessing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah. it's it's nice to see. You know, his mom is still such a fan. You know, his bedroom mm-hmm. is still exactly the same. And mm-hmm. like I said, he kind of reverted to being a kid. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I always tell people that it sounds weird, but like I do that as well. Like when I just go home for like Christmas or something, I just feel like I'm 13 again. You know, like I don't, obviously I'm still an adult and stuff, But I don't think of like the way I would think here of like, okay, if I get my bills, I do this and do that now. Like, I literally think like a kid again of like, let me just do all these things. So mommy won't be, nobody will make noise. Let me watch my TV. I'll just chill. So it's like, you know, so I could relate to some extent. I'm not going to go and kind of cuddle up to my mom in front of visitors, dude, but, <laughs> but like to some extent I could relate. Um, And it was interesting because like, again, being his mom, she just knew what he needed. Um, She knew he yeah. needed to talk. And it's funny, like what he couldn't articulate to anybody else, he could articulate it to his mom. Which is like
0: yeah, true, true. Which true. is
1: like what people always say of like sometimes you know because especially when people talk about like communication and like relationships and stuff, it's not as um it's not as clear cut as oh you should tell me stuff. Is that sometimes you know for mm-hmm. whatever reason around some people you are able to express yourself better. Yeah, like you might not be able to articulate it or this thing you just might be able to just express yourself better to some person. And it could be a sibling, it could be a you know her parents it could be like that you know um so yeah it was interesting to see that and you know he managed to articulate it It wasn't even a case of like you know when it's like oh what's wrong with you oh I don't know and then she'll start asking nah he knew straight away and he told her um but I think maybe it's part of maybe also part of him feels like it's a bit stupid so he doesn't want to say it to other people or his body won't let him say it to other people but it was really good and I think it led into a really strong message as well about, you know, motivation and doing things for the right reasons kind of thing. Um, because basically Jamie's whole career has been for the wrong reasons. Not really wrong reasons, but like his motivation has been to prove his dad wrong kind of thing. And it's like, you know, when your motivation is coming from outside of you, you don't have control over it. So, like, obviously his dad has gone and you know it's hasn't seen him in so long and stuff. So that motivation is dying. But like you should almost kind of try to always have like an internal drive. Like, you know, do things because of you, do things because you want to do them. You know, excel because you want to excel, excel. And um yeah, because that kind of one, like you can always drive yourself to do things. So I thought it was a good message as well. And I thought the way they presented it was quite nice as well. It wasn't um you know over the top wasn't hamfisted or anything but you know it was just a really good episode for Jamie and his family and yeah his mom even being a Mancunian still cheers him on regardless of what team as well I really appreciated that and yeah then, um, yeah he had interesting posters in his room as well
0: <laughs> <laughs> Over Roy over Kent you know <laughs> there's
1: a one as oh well. my god <laughs> was there a killy one don't tell me you didn't see that
0: I swear I didn't catch that. When
1: when they moved the door, there was a killer one with two footballs over her. But yeah.
0: <laughs> oh man, I completely missed that. I actually completely missed that. No one Roy <laughs> was so that weird. The yeah, dance. Roy
1: closed the door and then he saw it and he just like, wow. <laughs> 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 he couldn't stop laughing. <laughs>
0: Oh my god, man. But now nah, what you said about like his mom and, and talking about motivation as well, like I think yeah, they, they talked they talked about it really well in this episode and even like when Jamie gets injured in the match, I, I feel like I want to still to address the match as well separately. Yeah. But when when Jamie gets injured in the match and Ted talks to him, it's like maybe like you've been dealing with this one way, maybe it's 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 time that you dealt with it like another way. Mm-hmm. Um, if you forgive him you're not doing it for him you're doing it for you like it's something you're doing for you and you know your motivations as well like you said because if you forgive him like you don't need to prove anything to him you're not worried about like him being in the stands or anything like mm-hmm. you're doing this for you and you're bringing out the best of you so yeah um Really good. Um, and again... Like, and
1: it's kind of in the same line as um, what Sam's dad said, wasn't it? Right? Like, fight forward, not back. Yeah. So it's like... Exactly, you
0: know. exactly. In a way, we've seen a lot of, like, parent, like parental themes in this season, actually. Now that yeah. you mentioned Sam's dad. Um, we've seen, like, healthy... parent. To, to be fair, we saw Jamie's dad, but we've seen, like, he- healthier parental mm-hmm. relationships. Like, even if there's a bit of, like, friction between, like, Ted's mom and, like, Ted... You can still tell, like, it's a fairly healthy relationship. It's just, it's death that brought the trauma that they couldn't really yeah, deal Yeah, they with
1: couldn't move past from. Together. Yeah. Um, and even, even Jamie's dad, like, we see a shot of him at rehab, you know. Exactly. I felt bad seeing
0: that scene, actually. Because it's like, he was really angry. But at mm. the end of the day, like, this guy had gone to fix himself. And obviously, Jamie would never know that. But I'm happy he did text, to be fair.
1: Yeah, I didn't I didn't feel sad about it. I think it was... I almost fu- found that scene, like, uplifting of, like... some Somehow, like, since that conversation with Jamie... Uh, this is probably headcanon and me filling in blanks myself. But I feel like with that and everything that's been happening to Jamie and how it's been improving and stuff like that, I feel like that challenged his dad to want to do better, you know? And that's probably why he went into into rehab. Because, I mean, before... The events of the show, he's had decades to go into rehab. So I want to believe that it has to do with something that we've seen this season that would make him actually go into rehab. So I would like to think that, yeah. And obviously, he's in there watching his son as well. So I'm pretty sure, you know, that there's, they're trying to tell us that there's a relationship between like, you know, what Jamie's been doing and his dad going to rehab, which, which is really good because, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of times, again, like you say, we always talk about the effect parents have on the kids, but the kids can have an effect on the parents as well. Yeah, um, yeah, and it's good to be able to think about that and especially like you know also young adults and even kids in general like it's good to think about that like don't feel like you always have to be the victim of your parents like you can make them better um yeah so yeah
0: yeah i agree uh, i agree i mean i wouldn't say i felt sad as but like you know but it was more like Oh, like, oh, like he, he's been worried, like, about seeing his dad, but the whole time this guy was actually trying to get better for himself. Mm. It's like, more of like a, only, if only he could see that his dad was trying to get better situation. Yeah. Which was good. Um, I like the fact that he was clapping him and, you know, he, he went to do better for himself. So, um, nah, like, I think they did a really good job about, like, just educating us about, like, parental relationships with their kids and you know what to do when you in in um jamie's dad's situation what to do when you mess up mm-hmm. even in 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 ted's mom's situation what to do when you mess up is like apologize you know get better and you know just o- like like own up to it and explain to your child you know your reasons for that and also like you know at the end of the day it should just foster a better relationship and you become closer as friends mm-hmm. rather than, like, having that, oh, he's, he's my dad, you know, like we typically have, like... But, yeah, really, really good. Really good.
1: I was going to say, this episode actually started with something that pissed me off again. Well, Another off- Nate's development happened off-screen <laughs> again. It's like... <laughs> at this point it's like why why did we spend so much time on the things we actually saw from the whole Nate storyline because the important stuff is happening off screen sure like the players deciding that oh they want Nate to come back we should be seeing that like they shouldn't just pop up and be like oh everybody has agreed we want you back this and this we just yeah want to hear from you before telling Ted first yeah and it's like yeah I don't know it frustrated me because it's like like I said we spend so much time of like random scenes with like Nate and Rupert you know, like, for example, like, the five minutes or whatever they spent on that, um... What was it? Strip club. Howling, Howling Wolves. Wait, what's that? Um, the fake, the fake Diamond Dogs.
0: Oh, okay. Is it Howling, uh, Howling Wolves? Something like that. No. They're, they're um, just... Um... Uh, um... Something Hounds. Love Hounds. Love, Hounds, Love yeah. Hounds.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so something like that. So it's like, they're just random things that we've seen, the strip club, all these things, and it's like the real meat and potatoes was that strip club line.
0: actually me I'm just saying I don't know what it was I don't know was why it I said tripper. strip club ba- it was a, ba- right. a was it bar it was a bar hotel whoever
1: is listening you know what we mean when <laughs> Rupert prepare to drink but yeah <laughs> um, but yeah now we're seeing like the important stuff is just happening off screen like to me it's a big moment for the team to say they want him back because they all mm-hmm. were done with him. Yeah, like, I hear that. Yeah, I so hear that. So, wow, we're just hearing it randomly off screen and then they're now coming yeah. to ask him. Like, yeah, you know, it that. just feels a bit... It just feels a bit tacky. Um,
0: I guess, in a way, personally, I guess maybe me i i don't know maybe because this this episode felt more compact even with the hour that it was yeah yeah no so i, I don't really mind like i said it was, like just that. Because it was
1: the first one
0: yeah mm. i don't really yeah i guess maybe because it started with that so you were thinking are they about to go through like a whole yeah like, yeah yeah but nah like nate's 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 coming back what do you think about that
1: I was I was still very much like, I don't know if I get this. But then after that beard conversation, that won me over. Mm -hmm. Because that's when I was like, okay, cool. Because actually, to be fair, on that aspect, they built it well. Like, you know, Ted knew what he was doing when he was playing that video. And all my days, like, Nate always looks so pathetic, man. Like, (laughs) (laughs) why the fuck is he hiding (laughs) under the table (laughs) for six hours to... No food. He just looks so pathetic that I just like, ah, I, can't, I don't know. It's not worth it to even hit this guy. Like, it's just, just go, just go. <laughs> like, literally, just go. And them demons are oh, like, God. they send you to a teacher or someone to punish you. And you're just, like, ah, just go, just go, just go. <laughs> That's literally how I think of Nate. Oh, um, man. So, I guess, like, obviously, that. And then hearing, like, that story from Beard of, like, you know, how he met with Ted and basically their origin story. I'm like, how he met yeah. Ted, how he got out from jail, he stole Ted Ted's car. Ted was a car.
0: criminal, you know.
1: I mean, yeah, the signs are there. But like... <laughs>
0: Stealing meth. I don't know if the signs were there for that one. Or...
1: Definitely does meth, to be fair. So, or he did. So, <laughs> so yeah. Oh,
0: God.
1: <laughs> Exclusive. Yeah, I
0: don't know the symptoms of meth. So I wouldn't Exclusive. even be able to tell.
1: Uh, after watching Breaking Bad, you know. I,
0: I, actually... <laughs> Canon scene. I've actually not watched Breaking Bad before. Hey,
1: so. hey, it's not a thing to be saying in podcast. New season, you know, <laughs> they'll <will> drop you. <laughs> Please, whoever is listening to me, I've watched Breaking Bad. Oh God, <laughs> man!
0: Don't worry. It's on my. It's on my list. It's on my list. I'm going through a whole, a whole classics now. So Breaking Bad is on my list, but um.
1: But yeah, yeah, that conversation was just really good. And then, you know, him talking about, there was a thing, was it? It was Ted that said about giving second chances and stuff. And it's like, you know, Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, most times a lot of people feel foolish of like, and this is something I'm trying to apply as my life as well. Of like, oh, I was so foolish. Why would I give them a second chance? Or that was so stupid. Why did I give this person a chance? It's like, you know, I'm trying to get away from like blaming myself and being like, Look, I gave them a chance, they blew it, and that's it. Like, it's on them. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad thing to mm-hmm. give someone a chance, kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. And I thought it was nice to kind of see the show kind of say, you know, redeem Nate a little bit. But like I said, I still don't, don't know, that the changes feel so sharp for me. Like, everything about Nate now is just exactly like he was before. Um, and yeah, I don't know.
0: 60 page apology, man. You can't fight I don't, I don't
1: know. At this point, I don't know. Maybe is, is he going to deliver the league? Is he going to bring a tactic that bottles the league? I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> I will be there. <laughs> oh, my God. It just occurred to me. Is he going to come and do over sabi uh, and bottle it? Oh, wow.
0: That is real what hitter hours that will from be. you. What a moment that will be. <laughs> You're really in your hitting bag right now. What the moment that would be!
1: Come on, <laughs> cook force nine and I cast the whole league.
0: <laughs> oh, god, man! But yeah, speaking like, of Nate, still, um, that, um, uh, I think one thing that I always found funny was when the girl say, My girlfriend, and she's not there, she's dead, gone, <laughs> vivid. Imagination, <laughs>
1: <laughs> imagination won't kill up when that couple was like it's definitely drugs, man. <laughs> definitely drugs, <laughs> like God forbid, man. Imagine people thinking that you have imaginary girlfriend, Jesus Christ, <laughs> Jesus Christ, like you can never recover from that. Oh, God, my God, like you made up a uh, whole human being and you started dating that made up human being in your
0: mind. <laughs> yeah deep deep in it now it actually looks so bad like oh my he, days man and jade then you know fired. things like that you just have to just play it off but he he was like i swear she was right there right.
1: <laughs> she knew what she was doing man but i don't know oh, like God. needs to like it's a weird thing to do to come and work as a waiter and yeah like, which there was is just funny no need. we're
0: talking about how he can't come back as a kid's
1: man it was giving a strange vibe because it's like okay is it that he just wants to be next to jade which is a bit mm, unhealthy. So is it that like whatever work she was doing, that's where he would have shown up. Like it just felt weird. It was just like I don't know man, go and be an intern for your sister in a law firm or something. Like I'm dead. Like something else. <laughs> like, I don't know. It just felt very weird. Like especially because it's right in the city there, so people are going to recognize him. So it was just like yeah. I don't know.
0: Look, no no, no shame you're waiting There's me, no shame in it so though.
1: No shame in it. But like but uh, don't drag After too that, much attention to it. Because people are
0: gonna be asking, yeah, questions like, they're gonna yeah, like, you're
1: going to become an attraction. Uh, kind
0: well, of what thing. happened? Yeah, because now, even aside what's it called, Aside um, like the whole J thing, like just the mm-hmm. fact that they thought, oh, he's he's doing drugs. It's just like, uh, why is it's the such a weird of thing? yeah what's my job what's am waiting
1: but like when you think about drugs is the only like you know sensible (laughs) explanation because like okay he lost the job and then he should have a ton of money saved yeah he should have a ton of money saved so he's now waiting it's not like he even tried to look for another manager's job it's like it has to be drugs
0: bro bro
1: you know, he cool. didn't do the stand. didn't hang out well like Allardyce and cool. Normally hang out with for the <laughs> next job. <laughs> Mark and them man. <laughs> oh, God. A refreshing Sky Sports for when they sack somebody. <laughs>
0: Nate the Great, man. Nate the Great. He's going to come back to Richmond and deliver the league. It's insane, though. Like, don't you think? Like, Richmond is actually going to win. Do you think they'll win the league?
1: I don't know, man. And it feels too good to be true. I think I think they'll bottle it. You think they'll bottle it? I think they'll bottle it. But maybe I'm too pessimistic, But I think they'll bottle it. I just I just can't see the show ending so cookie cutter. Man, like, oh whoopsie do, they won the league.
0: Isn't that a good way to
1: uh, ice cream and rainbows everywhere? Jesus Christ.
0: No ice cream and rainbows,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, I guess maybe there has to be one. Uh, I, I, to be honest, I think right now the sad point of the show they're probably cooking instead going back. Yeah, because he re- he really he misses his son. Back. Yeah, I think he'll go back there for. But I still um, feel
1: like they're going to keep things in a way where, like, if if they wanted to continue the show, they could continue with the guys left behind. And I feel like if they win the league, there's nothing left again, or oh, they'll sack this because it's in return. League. I mean,
0: Leicester is about to get relegated. You can follow the story after that. You never know. There can still be fairy tales still.
1: So <laughs> maybe so an FA F- Cup,
0: champs, champ exactly, Champion- exactly. For, champions exactly, Champions League. For, for. So there's
1: still that. Cook, Richmond, Madrid. Now
0: that we're even. Let's talk about the match. Yeah, let's talk Van about it. Van Damme delivered the De the monster 18 class 18 at the Emirates performance. What the you know monster that match class. When we, when we peppered them, but their hair could not just be beaten. That, that was, was what Van Damme was. Man. That was the, that that was, was the one we should go injured
1: now that yeah, I remember yeah, that, that match so, so well. Diabolical. So like 13 saves. But
0: I'm not going to give United fans the satisfaction of mulling over that victory right now. But Van Damme, what a
1: guy. Save after save after save. Okay, it's the mask, man. See what Tosima <laughs> has been cooking with the mask. <laughs> they knew. Did they know? They knew. They knew. But now nah, that, yeah, that, that game was top, man.
0: Everyone. It felt like everyone turned up,
1: and Colin,
0: Colin having his own main character line as well, scoring mm-hmm. a goal in the title decider. Um, I wonder how many points City is leading them by, B- uh, or like the gap between them. No, I think they said... To they find said out
1: there even after a victory. No, but they said like if City had won, that would have been leaked league done. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, first. Yeah, so it's probably it's yeah, tight. Probably maybe probably, two points yeah, ahead. Yeah, something or like one that. one point ahead. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, so the it's like yeah. overtook. But yeah, Van Damme, what a guy. Even Jamie was... Who was your man of the match? Hmm,
1: Van Dam. Jamie or... Van Dam. But that's definitely man, bro. The saves so are too mad. I won't even lie. All types of Fam. saves, Fam. all types, and of and it's saves, so mad man. because,
0: like, even though it was a show, there were still goals that I expected. Like, Yeah, yeah, but yeah. He they, still did, saved they did, they did well for that.
1: Yeah, yeah. nah, yeah. that was, I nah, was, was uh, top. I was top, man. It's good, It's good, it was good. Jamie's line, um, off the line clearance too was top. Yeah, that was that was insane. That was insane.
0: I think I've only ever seen that type of clearance once in real life. I think that
1: was Sanya. Sanya Thiago Silva used to cook that thing back in the day. I think he did one yeah. like that for Chelsea. Was he against us? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did one like that. I hate some. I don't know. Sometimes um, I'm, hit, I'm, hit, I'm, hit, I'm messed with for goal line clearances. Why? No, it's because like I don't know. It's just like. It's just one of those things of like most times when you're doing a goal line clearance, that means they are peppering the hell out of you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they pepper the hell out of you.
0: <laughs> Me, I always, I always love a last line of defensive action, man. I don't know if that's if lately I've been, I've been wondering if I'm closer to Simeone than I think.
1: yeah, uh, if I defending. like haram football, <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> pragmatic, ball. I like my clean you know what, sheets. pragmatic ball is actually, is actually more this thing that we give it credit for. Like, these days when I watch, I'm like, no gaps in between the lines, you know, follow your runners. Like, <laughs> like, you can keep all this, your juago the position, all this one of uh, <laughs> wingers high and wide. Keep that shit, man. Let's, let's be solid. <laughs> Build from a solid foundation. So, I, I, I get what you're saying. Honestly,
0: man, honestly, like, I need my, like, every day I think about Mourinho considering conceding 15 goals in one season. I'm like, that is one disgusting bastard. Like, you have to be solid,
1: man. But yeah. like, that's the thing is what people always say. Like, you can win, you can score three goals and lose a game, but if you keep a clean sheet, you can't lose. So it's yeah, like exactly. it's one of the two. So.
0: So, yeah. so it's like mad respect to Van Dam for keeping his team in the game time after yeah, time yeah, after yeah. time, because yeah. that was insane. And then we Even have when they went the cameo to of all cameos. Oh God! The man himself. Oh, the God. Baldy himself
1: can't escape that. No, head, yeah,
0: I have a love-hate relationship with Pep Guardiola. Like, I hate him because he's a—he needs to leave the Premier League. Pep, Pep, Pep is a swagged-up guy to be made fair. a mockery out of this. Like, we get it, your generation now. Please, like, is—is uh, is enough.
1: Pep is a swagged-up guy to be fair, but I think it's just for me. Like, just this week, I can't escape Pep, man. I went to the gym on Monday. Pep's face was everywhere on the TV and I'm just like, oh my God. Oh my God. I'm just trying to walk out, man. Leave me alone. I come to watch that last one on a Wednesday, Pep again. Oh my God.
0: Oh god. Now so it's like,
1: I don't know where it's going to pop up next. I don't know. Maybe it's Which in Banky's movie. <laughs> <laughs> just see Pep showing up in post credits scene.
0: <laughs> oh God. Which reminds me, like the love, hate, the love part of the love, hate is like the guy is, he's so comical beyond belief, man. Like, I don't know how he's so funny time after time. Like, even in this episode, yeah, when Ted is like, they're going to go 10 men and, and not bring Jamie on, the guy's face killed me. Man. guy is like, I you <laughs> <serious? might> <laughs> <me of> when, <laughs> 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 reminded me of when, when, um, the journalist asked Pep, like in real life, like, um, "Why is Chelsea so dangerous?" Blah blah blah. It's Chelsea. It's Chelsea.
1: <laughs> <laughs> My God, man, the guy is too so funny sometimes. I'm for oh ah, God! Oh nah, no, yeah, no, it was it was good. To, it was good to see Pep. To be fair, because that's one thing I've always been saying. of, like, I want them to incorporate more managers if yeah, possible, but much. then like footballers as well. Like just yeah. more. What Realism. time do they have though? First, but like, I mean, that would have been like six hours for Pep to shoot that thing.
0: I'm dead. No, I'm, I mean, it's more like coordinating filming with like off season
1: or. Oh, Me, I don't mean like necessarily like the players have to, like a cameo kind of thing. Like you can Fair. see like a player at the press conference, or even like he sat on the bench and just film a scene of like bench to bench kind Fair. of thing something like that kind of like they just
0: spots we just randomly spot someone
1: yeah yeah or even like oh there's a bench fight or something that's like oh crap see this guy you know something like that even a ref yeah like refs can show up things like that just little little things like that easter eggs for for the guys that know don't don't hire mike dinsh i'll stop watching this show let me just tell you that one now <laughs> oh god
0: they didn't even pep, they didn't even paint Pep as the maniac that he used to be honest the guy came off as a as normal guy
1: to be fair Pep most times that's what Pep comes off as to the general public it's only if you're a deep fan that you know that Pep has, is, um, has some he's scruci-less. a psychopath he has some <laughs> screws loose uh, let's keep it let's keep it positive some screws are loose Oh God! to call him psycho now they'll come and shall we come and bill us
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh god man but what a game though you know who I was in this in in during the match Leslie Oh, you know when he froze <laughs> you want to jinx that's, it that's that's who I'm going to be next season game week 38 Arsenal is two goals up to win the league I'm still I'm moving like Leslie freezing so that I don't jinx Can't it jinx my <laughs>
1: The <laughs> guy <I> froze, man. <laughs> I was screaming. Oh, my days, Bruh. man. But that game was so good. Um, Jamie was pantomime villain. Got all the booze, everything. Um, Did you want him to celebrate? Nah. Cla- class always wins. Class always wins. <laughs> I feel like if Jamie had I would, celebrate, I wanted him to celebrate. Yeah, but I feel like at that point, well, I've thrown away how, mon- how many months of character development. Oh, but okay. To be
0: fair, that's if, if your reason is character development, then fair enough. I was gonna, I was gonna cook you with, but you want, um, uh, Nate to bottle the league. Nate's a twat. So, Let's get it straight. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because also, I, I don't know. There, there's something to be said for like, we'll see what happens, shall, but like, they've done so well to be at this point. Then Nate now come for one game and get the glory. I won't be showing up. I will be sure enough for that. Like, you know, like...
0: He'll get a medal. That's true. He'll actually get
1: a medal. That would be vile, man. Why is he get a medal? Wait, did they even give assistance medal like that? I feel like they just give some and you just share it around.
0: Yeah, so they give the club. Apparently, they give the club an allocation and you use it according to your discretion.
1: Okay, fair. I am going to say Arsenal now. Uh,
0: Anointed. Nate is definitely getting a medal.
1: Let's see, I? <laughs> let's see what they give there, because Will probably deserves one before Nate.
0: Yeah, way, way, way ahead. Any other thoughts you had about the episode?
1: What else do we have? Yeah, we talked about um, let's see, Jamie won the fans over at the end, you know, classical. Um, I'll be sorry, being classy, no celebrations and stuff. The only thing was like the end that was like Rebecca's door. <laughs> that mm-hmm, felt like mm-hmm. a post credit scene. It's like the sisterhood mm-hmm. of Rupert's exes. What was cooking there? <laughs> it was just like, okay. <laughs> it's literally like, you know, it's a very Marvel thing of like a post credit scene. You just open the door. Oof, it's this <laughs> person, black. <laughs> it's like, okay, we'll pick up their next movie. So it's just like um, ah, okay, it's Bex and the other sister that he fired, so I'm like, I, yeah. I don't know. I think I'm guessing maybe they want to sue Rupert or Bex yeah, wants to divorce him or something like missile. that.
0: So I'm I'm sure there's something sexual in there as
1: well. Yes. So maybe Bex wants to divorce him, something like that. So I want to see what what that sisterhood is cooking. Um but yeah, I think we've gone through everything I had in my notes, pretty much, to be honest. Um, Oh, I guess Roy and Keeley just wanted to t- touch on. Roy point blank told her that I don't want to be friends because they were doing mm-hmm. that awkward thing of like, oh, hi, buddy. Oh, Fred. That's always the awkward thing when you guys are deceiving yourselves, bro. <laughs> you don't start finding normal, instead of finding normal pet names, you're finding friendly pet names. Oh, I'm forcing it, <laughs> forcing it. But man. yeah, I think I think they'll get back together. Um, at least that's what I feel like this episode makes us believe. What do you think? Um, they probably
0: will. Yeah, I think they probably will because. It feels like they're enjoying each other's company. They are looking for mm. almost any and every reason to be together
1: these days. The vibe is different, to be fair.
0: Also, yeah, the vibe is different. Also, this episode was giving weird Jamie's parents. Like, I don't know how to explain it.
1: I know, I know what you're saying. It kind of, it was like, it was like they were suffering that man in that house. <laughs> I know, obviously, like patriarchy is bad, but. I don't know. There was a vibe. Oh God. Because the way the guy was like, ah, oh, the kitchen is my office. I'm like, ah, like, bro, you're <laughs> sounding like they, they hypnotized you or what was going on? <laughs> the guy, the guy, to be fair, he just seems very in touch with his feminine side, quote unquote. Um, but it was interesting to see. And I guess it makes sense because it's the total opposite of Jamie's dad or what Jamie's dad yeah. used to be because I yeah. was a proper toxic masculinity king um so so yeah but I don't know but the vibe was also weird it reminded me of get out
0: hmm, i think it's just because of her at least just because of how small the house is, the house was uk houses are so absolut- so tiny before the twist where you realize, yeah,
1: I was going to say spoilers for get out, but if you've not seen it at this point, I don't think you want to that's see that's what, like but yeah, how many years? <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, at the beginning, everybody just seems extremely nice and extremely happy, yeah, but it's just like there's something going on here. That was why I was like, I don't
0: know, uh, I get it, but me, I'm even saying like the house is just so small, like it was just so tiny, it was just it's a very UK house now, <laughs> bro. bro you can just tell man
1: but yeah but like honestly like i want to know more about like jimmy stepdad because even when his mom was watching football i've never seen somebody watch football so still like he didn't move (laughs) oh yeah that's one thing i that's one thing i like
0: i can't lie like the passion in this episode was like it felt real yeah it felt so real like you could see like they celebrated knowing that oh shit we can actually win the league and mm-hmm. even, like, when his mom celebrated, like, you could tell, like, that's how the parents of your football player would celebrate.
1: Yeah. And like I said, like, I love the fact that she has a Richmond shirt. Like, she's not like, oh, I'm yeah. a Manchester, I'm not, she's not like, oh, I'm a Mancunian, I'm a City fan. But it's like, oh, wherever my son goes, mm-hmm. I go, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah so yeah, I quite sure. like that, to be fair. For sure. Um, for sure. But yeah, no, like it was, like I said, it was good. It's interesting seeing some of these characters like help flesh out like some of our main characters. Um, mm-hmm. you know, obviously for like Roy and Keely, we've had Phoebe, we had Phoebe's mom, we've had Sam's parents, and you know, those relationships kind of let us know more about, you know, um, um, what, what the people are doing. It's also weird, like, so suddenly now Ted is never going to do a press conference again. Like, it's, it's Roy and the kids now. Because <laughs> he took think, Sam and
0: not, not Roy and the kids. I think Roy is enjoying it far too much, man.
1: I'm I'm enjoying Ted, is, Ted is doing that send assistant on FM. Is killing that button.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I love that button so much, man. When I, mean, I used to play FM, because they'd be asking the stupidest man. questions in the press conferences on FM, man. I
1: send an assistant and I cook poison. <laughs> Just <the> like <headline. laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I always, I always pick up my own assistants on their film, so I never go with the club zone. But speaking of um, the final scene, man, what do you think is Ted's truth bomb?
1: Poison. it's poison one way or not that sure. you need
0: to you need to reference that for the listeners they don't know what poison means you need to reference <laughs> that
1: Dude, <laughs> like when somebody is cooking something you know it's like, like this thing is cooking poison that is something vile is on the horizon oh so God. like but to, to be fair now nah, when i say poison i'm afraid that like, it's going to be something romantic but i think it's just going to be that oh he's going to leave yeah because when Rebecca said oh you know I always reveal something to you this time of year and I was like oh is that how they do his contracts like is it a ruling contract that is this time of year she tells them if they are keeping him on or something like that and I was like okay maybe this time he's going to say he's not doing I think
0: it's more of like a personal
1: but later yeah I got the vibe later that it's more of like a personal like friendship thing so I was like okay so I, I guess the episode wants us to think that obviously it's going to be like he wants to leave and go and be with his son and he feels like the club will be in good hands without him and stuff like that. But also there's that thing. I I don't know whether it's you and you people talking about this thing. Now I'm wondering if he's going to make a <laughs> move for Rebecca. What do you mean you? <laughs> no, because you guys that made this thing a thing now of like Who is so you just, guys? Just, do you, do you think Ted and Rebecca is go- are going to get romantically involved? Do you ship it? I
0: mean, <laughs> I was never, I, I never, I never, I saw what I saw online and I asked you about it. it wasn't no, that's me. what I'm saying like, like...
1: but now, now true you is in my head. Do you get like, before my mind would never even go there. But now I'm like, hmm, hmm. I don't know. I don't man. think so, just, man. It just doesn't work. It shouldn't. For me. It shouldn't. It's just weird. Like yeah, I one don't, thing, one, my own is one, not
0: even. So people are coming from the perspective of like Ted Lasso is very platonic and stuff. I just feel like they don't just have that chemistry as partners.
1: Yeah, and I also don't think like I don't know. Like I I don't like when shows make like the dating pool small. Like, like it's just like oh people can only date other main characters. Do you get like we've had. Yeah. For example, from both Roy and Jamie have dated Keeley. Um, Rebecca mm-hmm. has dated Sam. Um, you know, it's just like if Ted now dates Rebecca, it's just like okay, like what's the pull here? Is it just? <laughs> is it just <laughs> but, but like, it just makes the world of the show feel a bit small. But that's how celebrities' date, do.
0: They all date within themselves. No,
1: no, within the same workplace. Like at least a celebrity, celebrity. Fair like enough, fair you know, enough. you can date yeah. another footballer or something but like you don't Fair want enough. the show to just feel extremely small um you know like for example like he dated jack that was good because that's a character from outside kind of thing yeah so it expanded it a little bit but like yeah if everybody's dating somebody within the show it gets a bit this thing like i think friends had that at the point where it was just like ah everybody was just dating everybody inside the group and it's just like (laughs) bro (laughs) it's just like okay so so this is how the life is basically it's like okay break up with this or start moving for the next baby in the friendship group it's like where's the dignity man (laughs) where's the dignity
0: oh god i i didn't think about actually i didn't think about um also called him possibly leaving um i did like i thought about the romantic side of it but i didn't think they would do it i just thought they mm. were yeah they I,
1: were don't like, they would, I don't I they they would do it. think they were pushing
0: us to think they were pushing us to think that but i didn't mm. i couldn't think of what it would possibly be but now that you mention him leaving i think that's a very good shout actually
1: um i don't know why that was a cliffhanger though like i don't know it just doesn't feel like a cliffhanger. they've been
0: dangling they've been dangling that romantic thing in front of us all, like Fairs. even even the Amsterdam episode I was saying it like the way like
1: Ted was texting yeah you said it
0: yeah you know even like when when Sam started dating Rebecca they used mm-hmm. to always show it was Ted like it's like it would, they made it out to be like it was Ted texting Rebecca mm. so they've always done good uh, maybe now they're finally Olive things, Branch. I don't know I don't know, but, uh, yeah, I don't know more on.
1: uh, one episode left
0: yeah, but um, I think that's a good that's a good place to end the episode, thank you guys for listening to us talk for an hour. Oh, Matt. You know, we're cooking Ted Lasso for for one-hour episode where we're here.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, we we drop our bits and, and bobs there.
0: <laughs> you know, it's so funny though because we were cooking to, ah, Ted Lasso used to be 49 minutes. I'm sure our listeners are probably thinking Ah, actually do do It used to be 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You guys you want to tell me I don't enjoy the longer episode. Like whatever your commutes were here for you. That's
0: what Ted Lasso writers are saying to us too.
1: <laughs> whatever your commutes are here for you. True man. Ted Lasso writers care. Okay, who's running Apple TV in underground? <laughs> 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 Whose data is working underground? Please.
0: Oh God, man. But um yeah, uh, thank you so much for listening to us talk about our a good show of ours for an hour. Um Please make sure you review, like, and comment on all our episodes on on your favorite platforms. Please, please, please review. Um, we really need the reviews for algorithm purposes, so we need our podcast to come up in people's searches. So please make sure you leave a review if you haven't. Make sure you tell your friends to review if you haven't, and make sure you also tell them to subscribe. Um, and yeah, thank you. We've recently been doing episodes, quite a lot of content. Um, We've been covering Succession. We've been covering Barry. Um, We covered Yellow Jackets. We covered Rain Dogs. Um, We're doing so much right now. We're doing so much right now. So make sure you check out our feed. Make sure you check us out on your favorite podcast platforms. We recently brought out an interview today um, on No Escape. By Paramount um, interviews, Abig- Abigail Laurie and ryan Barreto. So please make sure you check out the interview with Banky. Does. Stars of the
1: show. We're getting stars on our shows these days. Exactly. Get like on board, we're feeding get on board. you guys
0: with content. Get know? on board. So, yes, please make sure you check us out. Thank you very much for listening. And see you next week where we'll be in Manchester recording the victory lap of Richmond. Safe.